Traffic is a bitch, yo. But let the friends of the CWF Network keep you entertained during your commute. Download now before you leave so you don't have to deal with the madness and we can be along with you. So download each episode on iTunes and SoundCloud. So check us out. Hope y'all following us on Instagram. There you can find all sorts of dope content and also catch a special mini pods like the check-in and aux. Our Instagram is at CWFP underscore. Hey friends, it's Irina George and your speakers are playing to dope sounds of the CWF network. So what's going on? Can you people hear me? I need you to get closer because um, I got a story to tell. What's up, friends? It's your boy Mushkin here, back with another episode of A Story to Tell, exclusively on the CWF Network, where we bring you big content in small pieces. How the hell have you been? Yes, you, right there, over there to the left, you listening right now. Yes, you. Welcome back to a show where I like to tell crazy-ass stories that happen in my life. You know, a show that you can only find here on the network where we bring you all the shows that are under 30 minutes. So if you like that kind of stuff, make sure you check out the CWF Network because that's what we're doing over here. But I hope that everyone has been having a dope-ass summer. I hope that you've been able to travel and do things that you want to do. You know, be a hoe if that's what you want to do. I don't know. I don't know. But sometimes it's always a crazy time to do the craziest things. And today, out of all the stories I want to tell, I want to bring you a story of... One of the best summers of my life. Now, whenever you say you had the best summer of your life, I mean that means like a lot of things had to happen. But for me, it was the summer of 2004. Now, if we take it back, you know, I was living in York, Pennsylvania. I was home from school, from college. And, um, yeah, this was just like I was 20 years old. I wasn't 21 yet. But, you know, I felt it coming close. And I was there were certain spots that I was that I was able to get into without having no ID. So that was the summer I started doing that. So there was this one bar that we used to always go to, like we knew the bartender and all of that. So that's what we frequented on the weekends. But me and my brother hung out with this girl. Um, she was a rapper, but she was a wild one. She there was something about it, like she was she was just real crazy. She used to curse out her mom and all this shit. So you know, but she was the person I was hanging out with during the summer, and it was kind of weird though because she had a thing with my brother, I guess, but then she also had a thing for me, and that was the weird part of it. But we all still hung out and had a great time that summer. But it led us to this one night when we got a call or a text. I don't know what it was in 2004. Maybe it was a text. You know, basic ass T9 texting. Um, so we got a text that there was a party in the hills. Like, you know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really the hills, but I guess where the rich people live. So we left what we were doing and we decided that we were going to go to this little kickback. So we drive out to where this is at. Now, mind you, this is in the middle of the boonies. We're like, where the hell are we at? Finally, we come up on the house. We turn into the driveway. The driveway is like a mile long. Like, it just kept going and going and going. So when we had drove down, finally made it down the driveway to the house, there were about four cars that were parked in front of us. So I was like, okay, cool. So we go in the party and we're getting all these crazy looks like, who the fuck are y'all? But we knew the person whose house it was. So, you know, they were like, oh, come in, come in, have a good time. So 
we just chilling. Now, the thing about parties in the suburbs, like, the police normally are gonna come. So, we're sitting there, we're chilling, we're drinking, and then next thing you know, what happens, always happens, is somebody runs in and says, the police are here. So, what do we do? We get our shit and get, you know, proceed to get the fuck out of there, because none of us want to get in trouble. So, we go ahead and leave. So, now, we go to the car. Now, mind you, I just told you that when we pulled up into the driveway, we were the last car there, there were four cars in front of us. There had to be at least 15 cars parked behind us in this single lane driveway. There was no way for us to turn around. There was no way. So by the time that we got into the car, like everybody's like spread out on the lawn. It looked like roaches when the lights come on. So everybody's running and we're in the car like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What are we going to do? So then finally, like you see the police start coming up the driveway and like looking into all of the cars. So then finally, we see the police through the rearview mirror coming close. So next thing you know, this girl going to say, Oh my God, I'm going to put my gun in the glove box. Now, I'm going to pause for a second because I know you may need to register that because that was nowhere in the story. But yeah, she literally had a gun in her purse. Who knows why? Because we were in the suburbs at a party in the hills. She was a rapper, I guess, trying to live that life. I don't know, but she decides to bring this gun with her. So now the police are getting closer, and it's just like, what the hell? So now me and her are screaming back and forth because I'm like, you're not putting that fucking gun in the glove box. Like, have you not seen episodes of Law & Order? Have you not seen episodes of all these jail shows where people get hemmed up for having a gun that ain't theirs? And Pennsylvania is a commonwealth state? I could have been fucking sitting in jail looking like I'm on an episode of Oz. So anywho... We tell her to just keep it in her purse because the police probably not going to check her. Like, so finally the police come up to the window. They knock on it and they tell us to roll the window down. You guys know what happens next? Oh, they let us go. <laughs> God, they were just like, we need everybody to clear up out of here. Y'all could drive down this little driveway through the grass and exit. And yo, when I tell you, I put that fucking car in drive. And I spit out of there like I was in fucking NASCAR. It, it was crazy. But moral of this story is the end of the summer is coming up. A lot of things are going to happen. And sometimes you just got to know the people that you're hanging out with. Like, you can't just be hanging out with anybody because you never really know what the fuck is going to happen. So, happy summer to you. I hope your summer was dope. Fall is about to come, which fall is a big season for the CWF Network. So I'm very excited about that. But yeah, man, don't let people put no gun in your glove boxes. You know, that's that's the moral of the story right there. And you take that how you want to take it. You guys know that um, you can always find me on the CWF Network. And I wanted to come and bring this show to you because uh, there's no conversation with friends episode this week because Ali D is on vacation hanging out with his family so that's where he is it's just me your boy mush king here so i decided to bring you a story but uh you know you can find me every other week on the cwf network where we bring you big content and small pieces make sure you follow us on instagram cwfp underscore follow me mush king underscore underscore and until next time folks always tell your story because you never know who's listening because guess what everybody has a story to tell and i'm out this is the cwf network where we bring you big content in small pieces follow us on instagram at cwfp underscore okay bye